0: you're listening to the digital data cafe podcast where we talk about everything data driven in your world join us each week to hear from the world's top business and industry leaders on why using data in a digital world matters here's your host albert thompson Good afternoon thank you again everybody this is another episode of the digital data cafe i'm excited i'm here today um albert thompson ceo of driven iq and i'm with uh founder creator social media guru specialist one of a kind uh uh startup uh, founder kenneth ma from area hype kenneth thank you so much for joining how are you today
1: yeah i'm doing awesome Doing Awesome. How about yourself?
0: Oh, man, I, I'm great. I'm excited to, to be here with you. I mean, we've been we've been talking for some time. Um, can you, you never cease to amaze me uh, with some of the things that you're doing? Um, and you have done in the past. Um, and, and I listen, I, I gotta say, it's probably one of the most exciting things about your background is, um, you're, you know, and again, I say this, you know, respectfully, but obviously, right? you're a young entrepreneur that's crushing um, entrepreneurship. So why don't you tell everybody who's listening um, your story?
1: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, I look a lot younger than I am. I actually turned 30 this year. <laughs> still young, still but, young uh, to me,
0: still young to me, but you're doing good, man. You're doing
1: good. Yeah, I don't know. No, my first journey was when I was 16, right? So 16, this was the time where, you know, everyone's like, Hey, uh, eBay started to start up really, really well. Uh, this was like 2006, 2008. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, I I found out about Alibaba and Aliexpress. I started importing stuff and selling it. So I would buy stuff for like cell phone cases for like 50 cents, sell it for $5, $6. I would buy iPhone 4 and 4S screen protector, or not screen protectors, LCD digitizers Mm -hmm. uh, for like $4 and sell it for $20. And it was good until people realized like, hey, you know, I can do that too. Right, and so you you can see like on eBay, like people start bidding and bidding and bidding, and then people are like, why are all these people bidding for this search result? And then, sure enough, like everyone was my competitor. Uh, eventually, I had to drop that because you know I couldn't buy hundred thousand units. Like there's no way I was storing this stuff in my mom's or actually my parents' <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> parents' house in my room. Right. And yeah, my parents are like, why do you have so much crap everywhere? Like get rid of it. What the heck, man? So you you so
0: you're at home at this time, and and you're buying these digitizers, and and what you're stacking up pallets of this stuff
1: yeah yeah it's just like stacked like i had shelves and just like stacked oh. in my room uh parents were really upset and like why don't you just focus on school and it was just like you know you had that asian mentality and i was like no i i really want to create a business because i realized that was my my path to freedom and i didn't have to have like this restraint where you know i'm already making days so like right. w- what else do i do do you want me to study more for for what like right. like i didn't have any intention of doing that and so you know that's what I did, and then eventually I got into a couple of brick and mortars, did ice cream shops, uh, did sandwich shops, and just you know, I, it was like hit or miss here, or there. I made some money, and, yeah. and then you know, what what do you do with your money? Okay, so either right. you spend it, which I did, unfortunately, spent quite a bit of it, right? Or you invest, right? So I I was I was just like, okay, I'm so crazy about the stock market. I found things like Logitech and, you know, before it went to like $30, $40, mm-hmm. it was like, it was like $6, right? These are all penny stocks. I found GoPro at like, it was like $2 and it went to $8. I got Zag, which is, you know, Zag free protectors sure. for like $2, it went to $10. Uh, I got Fitbit for like, it was like $2 and then Google acquired them, went to $8. Uh, so slowly, it just, you know, made money just being lucky, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, along that time period, Starbucks was about $20. Right. So I got Starbucks and then I was like, AMD was like $13 about that. And then, you know, fast forward until I think it was like 2020, that's when I started liquidating everything. Uh-huh. And AMD was like 13. It went to eight or 100. It went to like 120. Yeah. Or yeah. There or was that big trade, right? Like
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> to 13,
1: 108, <wait>, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah And Starbucks went from like $20. It was like 100, 105. Right. So I was like, all right, I'm 100, sell. <laughs> and then, like, you know, as I started seeing these trends, I'm like, you know, if you really just invest in things that, you know, people use on a daily basis, like the odds are you're gonna win, right? Because people are like, hey, I use this all the time. It's like branded everywhere. And then, you know, uh, I was like, those are what I was looking at, right? So, you know, 2019 to, or not, 20? was it 2019? 2017 to uh, 2020, I mean, the same thing. I, Snapchat was $5, right? right. went for $5, like $63. I bought Snapchat and I was like, oh, this is a winner too. Right. And it was just because everyone uh, in high school and college at that time, 2017, uh you know they're using snapchat so i was like okay well like 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 i'm seeing like these these like trends right and that's essentially where i made a majority of my money (laughs) well i I Uh, will tell you
0: i will tell you this ken i mean it's 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 fascinating i know you say it's luck but um you know i'll I'll counter and say it's this um you know you knew from a young age i knew from a young age right um entrepreneur right i knew i was going to be an entrepreneur i've known it from day one i was hustling watches when i was in second grade right so i mean it's just it's in us, right? So I, I know you, you call it luck, but it's it's a combination of luck and it's it's foresight and vision. And, and you've had some of that vision um, to, to, to do things at the right time, right? So, um, and, and you've obviously done well um, and congratulations to you. So now when you said you went to school, where, where tell us about your school. Where did you go to school?
1: Yeah, I went to Wichita State. So, you know, most people don't know, you know, where Wichita is, but it's, it's in Kansas. It used to be the air capital of the world where we did all the aircrafts. Boeing, Bombardier Learjet, Jet, Hawker, Beechcraft. I mean, in in the past, like like early 2000s, like we were known, but like no one knows anymore.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it's an interesting, it's an interesting school, especially with what you're doing now. So, why don't you tell you know the listeners um, about this uh, you know new uh, startup that you're you're invested in, and and it's obviously going to change the world. I, I you know really believe with some of the things I've seen already. It's it's really impressive, and I don't want to give any of it away. So. Um, you know, tell us, tell us a little bit about your, uh, your company area. Hype.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So the whole concept around area hype is literally to get paid to live life. You literally create videos, which people are already doing and you just get paid to do them, right? Like you're, you're already uploading on TikTok, you're already uploading on Snapchat, you're already uploading on Instagram. So as you see people don't you know, share content, they like to share real experiences. Why can't they monetize that? Right, so we're we're in a world where like everything's being monetized. People are trying to make money in their spare time. You have Upwork, Fiverr, you know, Uber. You know, some of these things are they're not quite as fun, for or engaging for people. Sure. Right. Like, who wants to sit in a car all day and like drive a car? Right. I mean, unless you have an interesting passenger. Right. It's not really that fun to make you know a couple dollars every ride. That's right. So so we basically take a spin on this and we say, hey, you know, if if people can make money for driving cars, why can't they make money for just shooting videos? And anybody could shoot a video like you literally pull out your phone right shoot a video drop it on area hype other people can see the video because area hype essentially drops a location that's tied to the video and once people see the video they're like hey that's freaking awesome i, I you know i didn't know there's a food truck like 5 minutes away right right food trucks can't advertise they can't post anywhere it doesn't make any sense for them to post cuz it's really expensive and B, as a consumer i see that video i'm like man i want that chicken you know Chili chamachanga, whatever chicken thing. Right. And all I have to do on Area hype is click go, and it takes me there.
0: This is this is fascinating to me um, because you know when when you break it down like that, right? And um, you know, obviously, you know, I, I've got a ten year old daughter. She, she loves TikTok. I watch TikTok. Um, you know, I consume video. I mean, I think this the studies show you know video consumption is is at an all time high, and it's gonna, it's projected to continue to grow. Um, so when you when you stop and you ask yourself, right, and you think about um, a lot of the YouTubers, for example, or TikTok, you know, the goal is right to become an influencer, and the ultimate end goal, right, is to become this, you know, big superstar to get paid eventually, right? Um, and and Ken, what you've really done is you said, hey, listen, why shouldn't everybody get paid to do what they like to do? It just makes good sense. And uh, tell tell us more about how you envision that that happening.
1: Yeah. So so when you think of these platforms, I mean, in, in most cases you have to have like a hundred like for example, YouTube, it okay. used to be, you need a thousand hours, watch thousand followers. Uh, and then you can start monetizing by ads. Right. And then it, you know, it got a little worse. They changed the policies. Like now we can monetize all your videos and you don't get paid unless you hit these benchmarks. Oh, <laughs> and okay. then you have like Instagram and then you have Snapchat, TikTok. And it's like, okay, you can monetize, you can repost, you can reshare, hopefully you go viral if you go viral, maybe you get followers. And if you get like hundred thousand followers, maybe you'll find a business that says, Hey, I want to work with you. I want to pay you 3000 or $4,000 for a post. Right. So now you have a, you have an issue right? you're thinking about legacy marketing. It's like, Hey, you know, I'm going to pay all this money up front. I'm going to put these Facebook and Google ads. I'm going to get, hopefully I'm going to pray. I can get 1% conversion rate. And at the end of the day, it's a and pray. I have no idea what I'm going to get. Right. So the same thing happens with these, these creators on these platforms. It's like, I'm going to pay this person to do a $4,000 post. They have a hundred thousand followers. Hopefully I get 1%, right? Right. Well, the odds are like, that's not very consistent. So what cool. we did is we essentially flipped this and we said, hey, you know, with Area Hype, because we have that location tracker and we know that someone actually arrived and we know who's creating the content, like who the, the user is, well, we can guarantee the result, right? Yeah. So if we guarantee the result because they went and then we charge the businesses, then it's a win for both sides. The creator cool. gets paid, they know, you know, they did justice and the business knows like hey someone actually arrived and they're paying after the fact
0: you know what's uh incredible about it and and what i really uh do think is 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 amazing is right is you are literally from end to end closing that attribution loop right so uh you got almost a, that dual network effect um you, you've got the the creator creating the content right um that's obviously going to pay them right to get more people to engage on that content um, and then you know they can promote that local food truck they can promote that local business uh, but what's even great about it is then that local business will know when and if that transaction happens and correct me if I'm not doing this justice but they'll know when that transaction happens and then at that point you now have a full return on investment story you have an attribution story that closes the loop
1: yeah yeah and that's exactly the, the thing so it's like if I created a video as And let's say you saw my video and you clicked go and you went to, you know, Ken's steak shop and you bought this steak. Well, me as a creator, uh, within the air hype network, I get paid instantly, right? Because the the network knows like, Hey, you know, Ken drove X amount of people going to Ken steak house. And once they go, well then we we charge the the, the business. And then the way we split up is it's really simple, like super straightforward. Uh, Everything's transparent. The the creator gets 5% of all facilitated transactions. The business gets 90%. Hmm. Area hype takes 2%. And then merchant services is 3%, right? So that, that's standard, you know. Yep. I mean, obviously some merchants can be a little less depending on, you know, when we partner. But in general, the first, you know, merchant that we're probably going to work with this is going to be standard 3%. So it's 90% for the business. The creator gets 5%. And that's like, everyone knows what they're paying. Everyone yep. knows what they're receiving. And so, so when you think of this, like on, on a small scale, it's like, okay, well, if I'm only like selling $10 or I'm facilitating $10 hamburgers. Yeah. Right. Well, that adds up and it's reoccurring. But then when you look at the large picture, it's like, well, what if you look at the housing market and you look at the housing market has, you know, the agent has a broker, right. right? And so these are like mega high ticket items, like a million dollar house, right? They'll show the best Zillow, you know, Instagram-like photos, but you actually go in the house, it actually doesn't look like that. There's like cracks in the walls and like things they didn't show you. That's right. But now what if we said, hey, get rid of that. You don't have to pay some marketing guy to, you know, make these fake videos. You actually just say, hey, area gig worker, go create the video. If the house sells you you know i paid nothing up front for the marketing right right and then the closing process is okay area Hype gig worker is now the agent i see what the house actually looks like my house gets sold faster i can flip houses faster zillow's more happy and all they have to do is they, they close the deal right as the brokerage and we don't have to handle that right and then the creator if you sell a million to our home you get fifty thousand right. dollars right so that inspires people to create actual like really good video edited content or create real content that will that will help businesses. And you can get the best of the best, and you know what you're paying for.
0: Uh, it's, it's, it's really great, man. And if you think about it, um, you know, and right now, you know, the gig economy, you know, there's a lot of talk about the gig economy. Um, and and it's, it's an opportunity, like, you know, to, to make money and to be able to do what you love to do. But I mean, if you think about it, if I've got a phone in my pocket, and I wanted to just go out in the area, I'll be, be running out everywhere, man. I'll be like, hey, I'm gonna get your hair salon. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go get the next restaurant down the street. I'm gonna go get the, you know, uh, this, this local retail store and I'm gonna show this item. I mean, at, at that point, they could just run around their local area and go create a bunch of content. I mean, not that you want, you know, I'm sure you're gonna have some content that you're gonna want, you know, obviously, like you said, to have better investment and quality, but at the end of the day, I'm a gig worker. I can put as much content, if I've got a network, that i want to connect let's say i've got a network of ten thousand people that know me that trust me i can monetize my network through this platform does that sound fair
1: yeah yeah i know that that's exactly what it is it's it's literally taking word about which is what drives people and then digitizing it right so I, I may see like an ad on youtube and it maybe it's for some like local bakery and i'm like oh it's an ad i don't really care right. but if you because i know you like hey you know can you got to check out this bakery. this place is like legit And you send me a photo or video, like, this is what, you know, the bread looks like. And I am like, wow, the video says it smells so good and it looks so good. Like, okay, well, now the problem is like, where do I, where do I go? Like, like, where is that? So I have to spend my own time to figure out where it is. And if it takes too long for me to figure out where it is, well, I be like, oh, it's cool, but you know, I'll think about it later. Right. So that's what happens on Instagram, Snapchat and TikTok. People like, look it up, spend some time trying to figure it out. And they're like, oh, it's not even the area or, oh, that already happened. Or, oh, you know, that's too far. But now with area you just you see the little button that says go you just click that and it'll tell you instantly like oh that's five minutes away or it'll like sh- literally show you it's nearby and you can change your filters of like you know is it nearby is it within like 30 minutes or or whatever your time frame is and you just click go and they just you just literally just go you just go and you don't have to look anything up yeah you just go
0: you know it, it's uh it's interesting that you said that you know especially um uh, from the from the background that i have from, from a media standpoint and and you know really following platforms like TikTok. Um, you know, the biggest problem, right, is, I mean, the contextual piece, right, and getting that contextual relevance of, hey, are they really a car shopper, or they're just, you know, consuming this video because it looks cool, Um, but then the secondary, you know, problem, right, is, let's use auto because that's my background, right? So we'll just say auto and, and, and data specifically. So like, let's say from automotive perspective, that ability to filter and find it from a local perspective is challenging, right? So specifically automotive dealers find, you know, hey, the TikTok platform being interesting, but how can I really get it in front of the right user at the right time that's relevant? It sounds like Area Hype might be accomplishing a few of those things. And as well, to your point, a referral from someone we trust is instantly more credible than just some random ad from someone I don't trust.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so this is actually pretty interesting because I actually experienced this in high school, right? So like in high school, I was like, I was trying to like <laughs> make some money. Uh, I realized that the car dealerships, they have a thing called bird dogging where it's like, Hey, you, you take a photo of this car, you go show your friends. And then if someone comes in and buys a car, they'll, you know, they gave me $500. It <laughs> wasn't like a commission, but it was like, Hey, I got this referral. Right. Right. So the same thing works there is like, my friends trusted me right because they were like hey i know ken and you know he recommended i bought this honda civic and you know it was like this price range and i'm in high school i can't really afford anything uh and so you literally just take that but now you add the layer of like hey instead of me just taking a photo i go in there i video it i show like the space in the car i show like these rooms look really cool maybe i'll test drive it right and then you just share that digitally right so there's no more i'm losing i'm crumpling up this like photo of this car it's literally a digital thing it shows up on their phone like hey that's really awesome and they click go and then it just it closes that that gap so that now the the dealer knows like hey this person's coming they're interested maybe they applied through the link Uh, maybe they didn't but it it closes the whole process so if they apply to the link they just show up everything's already filled out i can just give them the keys let them test drive and then if they like it just like buy it right there right you don't have to spend two three four five hours you know, you don't have to pay a salesman standing there for two, three, four, five hours for like, how, how am I going to close this deal? It's like, you okay. already know, like, like 80%, you know, like mindset, like, oh, they're probably going to buy this one.
0: Well, you know, I mean, just a, a quick thought here. And again, you um, know, just an idea if we're going to keep going down the auto uh, pathway, because um, you know, obviously a lot of the listeners that might be hearing this are, are dealers specifically, but you know, what's interesting is sales guys sitting in the lot, they could just do this. If they're not making calls, they're not working. They could just literally, I'm going to go shoot this car on my lot right now. I'm a sales guy. I'm literally, that's my job, right? It's my job to do this. And now I can use this platform to help to connect the network and also the area hype network to, to get it out there. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, I think that's going to be phenomenal because they're just sitting there. Right. right? So either, either going to do boring phone calls right? right? and you you hate, like, like I hated doing boring, boring, like telemarketing phone calls because like you get like angry people. Yep. But now it's like, hey, I'm just shooting a video of this car. Maybe I'm moving the car. I'm showing someone else like driving it. I'm showing like how cool the car actually is. And so you have a different like experience for the end consumer. Because right now the end consumer, it's like, hey, you know, there's YouTube. I'm going to Google a car. Maybe I like this car and I'm going to YouTube it. I'm going to see what it looks like. But now it's so much easier accessible. It's like, hey, I don't have to YouTube it and then find the closest dealer that potentially has this car. It's it's in the inventory. Right. I shoot the video you send it and then they watch it and it's in a short like short form video especially now people are familiar with instagram yep. reels and TikTok and like that it's like that that 10 15 seconds like wow that's like i need to see this car now that's right and that is the hype factor and they just click go and then they're there and the salesperson knows like hey this you know like john smith is coming and he knows it because my video so so john smith's gonna come and not just like show up for anybody they're gonna come and say hey i saw ken ma's video Right. he's a car rep guy here and I want to go see him because he made this thing look so awesome. That's and right. I want that experience.
0: Yeah. And to your yeah. point to, to make it look uh, more awesome, I think that will create better quality content. I can see, you know, real investment into high quality videos and, and potentially real organizations that you know, could spin off of this, that really make a large amount of revenue could say this, this is my platform of choice to build my business. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, no, it, 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 it's it's exciting, but, you know, one of the things that you and I talked about, and um, it's interesting, but, you know, you were talking about a lot of this has to do also, you know, we talk about the gig economy, but what about the actual economic situation that we're in and how this could also potentially help? Because I think what you've identified could be a widening delta from a disparity between what, what individuals make in college and then how that could help inspire potentially College gig workers.
1: Yeah, uh, so so we're we're in like a really interesting time here. <laughs> yeah. So you know, seven years ago when I went to college, you know, the average cost of tuition was about sixty thousand dollars. Right. Right. And so that's like student loan. Like you're gonna pay that off. Uh, now the average starting salary was about sixty thousand. Right. So you can kind of like break even if you're you know struggling. Maybe you got you got a job that's a little bit less, but eventually you can pay off sixty thousand. It's not right. gonna take you 15, 20 years. Right. But now you look at today's economy, cost of tuition is drastically increased. The average college tuition is like 120, 150 thousand in debt. If you take all the loans, you don't, you know, you don't work through college. Right. And the wages are stagnant. It's still sixty thousand dollars. Right. That's the average starting salary. And 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 even now, especially in the Midwest, people still make like 35 40 out That's of right. college. Yeah. It's like how, how do you pay that off? You're literally forever in debt. Yeah. Right. And so what, what I've seen as far as an investor trend is less and less people are wanting to go to college. Why? It's because trade school's significantly cheaper. You don't have all this debt and you can make $60,000 being an electrician, plumber, uh, construction worker, sheet metal. You know, y- y- you could do all those similar things. Yep. Make, or you can all do all those things and make a similar amount of pay without debt, yep. right? So, so what ends up happening is as more people shift to that, uh, I think eventually they're just gonna hit a carrying capacity. Like there's gonna be oversaturation of these jobs. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, poses a problem because then the opportunity decreases, right? We haven't felt it yet, but once it, that happens, uh, I think there's going to be another, uh, another fork in this road okay? and that's because of the robotics and, 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 uh, automation, right? So w- when that happens, it's like, okay, you're in an oversaturated carrying capacity and then you have automation occurring, right? A lot of these jobs will just be wiped out. Like 20% of the jobs gone. gone. If you think about Uber, right? People are trying to make money in the spare time driving Uber, Uber has self-driving cars, you know Tesla has self-driving cars. Like, eventually, like, like they're not going to need this driver. Yeah, they
0: can automate. The, they can automate. They can the Uber. It can. They can get it. Yeah, to a they automate we,
1: the Uber. Yeah, uh, we
0: don't need a human. Uh,
1: automate yeah. your account, and I mean, you know, like, like even as simple as like, you know, doing your taxes, right? TurboTax pretty much automates. The, like, you don't need to go to a tax guy to do your taxes. Right? You can do it yourself. Uh, so, like, like you're seeing all these trends happen. I think it, it's only going to get, you know it's going to get more and more exponential. And so what ends up happening is these people still, they need that side hustle. They need extra cash. They need to make some type of revenue or money. And in my experience, like, you know, what better way is to just like, you're having fun doing something and now you can actually make revenue from doing it. So like that puts us in a perfect position where if we hit this tiny right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we nail this sometime within the next five years, it's like absolutely critical where anyone as simple as pulling out your phone, which everyone has a phone nowadays. Shooting a video, you can get paid, and I, I think like that is, <laughs> I think this is like the absolute perfect time to do that.
0: Well, it, it, I mean, from the simplicity, there's not much of a barrier to entry, right? I, you know, I got my phone. I like creating videos, and I can make money. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a winning uh, recipe. You know, with that said, I think we had talked about, and, and for those of you that that are listening, you may not get to see this, but. Um, it really does kind of help to see the visuals. So, did you want to um, pull those up and, and kind of show some some users what that that journey might look like um, on Airhead?
1: Yeah, yeah. So I can show you our, our alpha. Uh, let's pull this up right here. All right. Make so sure, here's our alpha. Uh,
0: and walk us through that, mix, so we all know what we're looking at here. So.
1: Yeah. So so in the middle we have this video. So I'm going to go ahead and show you. This is actually our alpha video. Um, essentially, we have this filter here, which we're going to change up. So, so what you see here in the alpha, we're in beta right now. And a lot of these things have been removed around um, and it, it looks really, really clean. So it's like, so here you see a, a, a user experience that's very similar to TikTok, but you don't have all the clutter uh, because we essentially created this widget, which essentially shows and hides all the options. Uh, and then we have this filter section where you can essentially toggle between nearby, following, global, or your past history. This is, these are things that TikTok doesn't have. And then we also created a specific search, right? So it's like, what are you looking for? Type it in and you can search. And so what they'll do is they'll pull from our database of our, you know, all the video content we have. And essentially the search engine will say, hey, this is this is what you like, this is what you're interested in, right? So I'm gonna go ahead and show you this video. So click on it, it shows video. You're like, hey, you know, this bakery place is really cool. I'm with all these really cool people, uh, you know, like, like where is this place? I, I wanna eat that food, it looks absolutely delicious. Right? So all you have to do is click on this top right. There's this is route button. Uh, you click that route button and then it pulls up the map. It says, Hey, this is how you go there. And you're like, wow, it's only 10 minutes away. Like, <laughs> like, 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 like am I am I gonna like just like route myself or what do I do? Right. So you essentially click the route button and it gives you the option like, hey, you know, if you're on Apple or you're on, you know, on Android, it will essentially say, Hey, map yourself, it pull up the native uh, the native map from your phone and it'll take you there. Right. Or you can Say, hey, you know, I, I'm going to drive my own car and I want to use Waze, right? So we'll essentially say, hey, you know, Waze this is the fastest route. Maybe it's eight minutes instead of 10 because there's no traffic. Or because of we know the location of where you want to go and we know your specific location because you use the GPS or location services, you just say, hey, I want to take an Uber or a Lyft. You click on one of those buttons and then the Uber driver knows where you are and knows where you want to go. Right? And so that that's as simple as it is. You just literally click this one button uh, for route or essentially it's our go button and then you just go
0: very very cool very cool and then and essentially you know this this can be used for for anything i mean y- y- we were talking about potentially in the future you, you can have events there could be uh hey i'm at this club and you know there's a discount on the on the cover charge and over for the next hour come get over here and get yourself rounded there i mean this is pretty simple
1: yeah yeah so so imagine if it's like if you're ticketing things or like let's say you're Like prime example i was talking with my hair cutter or my my barber and he's like you know i depend on cutting people's hair and sometimes people cancel that one hour appointment that i've walked off, right well if they cancel the appointment i make zero dollars and it's really frustrating yeah i would be like my life depends on my rent depends on that that's right and i said well with area hype what we can do is we could essentially uh under this drop button where we have this eight hundred ninety seven thousand, you know counter right uh, that could be a timer right so within this hour you're like hey you know i'm going to drop this area hype video i have uh, I have time to do a fade or I have time to do, you know, a, a quick cut, they drop it. And then people in the area can, you know, like they can, they can see it in the nearby feed search and say, Hey, I want to go there. Right. So they can essentially book directly with area Hive, And then based on this mapping logistics, once they, they book, well, the barber knows like, Hey, this person is going to arrive in 10 minutes. I know I still have a 40 minute window before my next appointment. And I just immediately fill it. Right. The same thing happens with clubs. Like, like, Hey, you know, the club is popping. You show the video. Uh, and like, Hey, you know, there's a lot of people here. And then, and then it's like, okay, great. But we're not, we're not at full capacity. We want, right. we want to get like another like 60, people. Right. right. So within that window, we could do like happy hour. We could do like whatever special and we could throw a timer here. Like for the next 30 minutes, we're going to throw it out. We're going to pump it out. And if you go to the club or you click on this and, and, and get the ticket now and you pay the cover charge through area hype, the $5 or whatever. Uh, and then you show up with the receipt. It's like, you get this specific discount and maybe you get like a free drink. Sure. I don't know whatever the business wants to do. That's right. They can they can have that. You know, they'll drive people there, and then on top of that, it's like once people open, they click share, right? Uh, you can essentially share it with your other friends. You can share it with the other like people who are you know maybe they they, they signed up like we collect that uh, the the contact information of like hey I went to this last event, right? right? And so now everyone that went to that event, the business has that contact information. They can just blast it out like a DM to like all the people like hey you went to our, our past couple of events. You know, we're going to do another special. We really want to uh, show you appreciation for for being a loyal member, right? Like we can we figure those types of things out. And I think that bringing people together through real experiences where they're not just like a five-star review on Yelp or Google, yeah. it's, it's like literally this is what's happening now. Not what's happening like, you know, five years ago where it was like five stars. It's, it's like this is what it looks like now. There's no bias. It's literally, if it looks good, show up. Absolutely.
0: And, and the great thing about it is, I think you're, you're spot on with being able to connect the user and the experience to, to the application, but then also being able to have that business be able to collect that data. And again, I always go back to data, right? Because that's, you know, the core, core, core of our business, but being able to, to have that user data of who engaged in their business, essentially, that becomes almost like an internal um, area hype CRM almost, right? It's it basically, I can reactivate that network Hey, uh, you were here for, you know, this event or, you know, this special or whatever that case may be. Well, maybe I want to reactivate that network because I have this new special going on. So you're, you're essentially, you know, building your your area hype network.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, 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 like, a, it's like the perfect way for businesses to actually connect with the consumers and customers in a way that the consumers, like, they're super comfortable with social media right? Like yeah. at least the consumers are always going out and about. Yep. Everyone uses Instagram. Like, like if they don't use Instagram, they're using Snapchat, they're using TikTok, right? And so they're, they're so familiar with that. And so now it's like businesses, they're trying to get to that TikTok level where they can kind of bring people in. And so if you can like get something that the consumers are familiar with and they're happy with, right? And, th- and then you, you, you basically connect those two uh, together. Yeah. A- and then now use like ease accessibility for DMs. Like, what well, like, why are we pushing ads to Groupon? And like Groupon's taking thirty percent of the cut. That's right You don't have to do that. You literally just say, "Hey, I know what the consumer wants, based on the data, based on whatever." And I just here, here's this coupon. Uh, I don't have to do newspaper ads, right? Like, like Burger King, McDonald's, whatever. They still throw these newspaper ads for like, you know, buy one get one free, whatever. whatever. It's like, why don't you digitize that? Save the money, not spend another like three percent of your budget on on printing all these things. Like, you don't need to do that. It's, it's like. It, you know, yeah. if you're a green activist, you're, you're cutting down trees that shouldn't be cut. And then it's like, who's actually reading those? Like, like I, I don't even get the newspaper anymore. My parents still do, but all they do is they just recycle it or they just throw it away. Like, there's only maybe like two ads that so, they actually use out of the whole month. And they get this weekly.
0: There's there's no doubt that the digital transformation is happening. I, I think this is a uh, the pathway into into the future. Um, with that said, uh, you know, for those listening, where are you at in the journey? So, um, we, we've talked in the past, I know you were, um, in that seed stage and you were getting this built and you've made a ton of progress. So really close to getting this to market. So why don't you tell the, the listeners here? So what's next on the area hype, um, you know, model where, where, when can we get our hands on this Ken?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just showed you the alpha that's completely built for alpha testing. Uh, that is hypex.app. So that works. But the actual SDK for the app to be deployed in the app store, uh, we did hit get, we did get hit by a couple of like regulatory issues, uh, which we solved most of them. Um, and now we're, we're, you know, we're in a weird spot, right? So the FCC is trying to ban TikTok. TikTok CEO just stepped down. We're in a similar space, but not, not really the exact same. So basically Google and Apple said, Hey, you know, there's a couple of things you need to look out for terms and agreement, make sure your data is protected. Uh, We're reviewing all those documents, making sure that we're 100% so that we're not going to get denied because every time you get denied, they kind of like push it back. Uh, You know, being honest, we were delayed like four or five months already because of all the the different compliances. Um, But yeah, the app is pretty much built. We're just right now, we're we're really focused on video compression to really make the experience seamless that you can just cycle through the videos really quickly, Uh, making sure location services, there's no broken ends on it. Uh, and to everything that I've tested on my own phone, the location mm-hmm. services works perfectly fine. Uh, the mapping function works fine. Uh, the 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 last thing that we need to do, if if you know, if we want to put that in before the Apps are launch, is connecting the Google API or not Google, uh, connecting the Uber and the Lyft API so that you can immediately book an Uber or Lyft. But self mapping, that's all done. Uh, we just gotta do a little video compression, and I we're gonna try and launch between. I'm going to say I want to launch uh, sometime before September because okay. we're, we're going to be uh, – we just want a competition where we're going to be in the Dominican Republic uh, with Zev uh, Siegel, who's the co-founder wow. of Starbucks. they so are going to be pitching him and a bunch of other investors. So, like, we need to be in Nashville before then. And so that is our timeline. We're, we're really, really, really uh, focusing hard on, on making sure we can hit this timeline.
0: No, that's incredible. And congratulations on, on, on winning that event. So you're going to be pitching the CEO of Starbucks, you said?
1: Yeah, the co-founder of Starbucks. The co-founder. Okay, so, so yeah, if you if you go to pitchatthebeach.com and pitch. click the Dominican Republic one. Okay. Yeah, we're we're in there. Like I'm super excited. So yeah, they, they're inviting investors, inviting founders, people who want to pitch. And it's like a three-day excursion. Uh you know, for us, it was because we won, we were, we we're gonna be in it, it's it's paid for all we have to do is pay for a flight. Yeah, and you get a you get a network and actually do activities with uh investors. And enjoy the, the time of other founders it's like a mini vacation but you're actually doing work at the same time that's great uh, so if you guys are like savvy on your work you know your, the way you do work so you can you, you can technically file an 8829 and write off as a business expense there you so go that's what man. we're gonna that's, do and that's not bad
0: <laughs> costa rica three days you get to you know you know, work do your pitch get in front of you know the co-founder <laughs> of starbucks that's not bad so it sounds like you know for those listening because i mean listen this is super exciting stuff ken and it's early on. You, you're really obviously, you know, big vision here, right? Um, and I can see the, the capabilities of, of what this could, you know, the magnitude of what this could be. Um, are you are you open to investors? If there's folks listening right now and they're like, hey, it's, you know, July 10th, 2022, and I want to get in on this thing before September. Are, is that open? Are you open to that right now? Or, or where are you guys at in the, in the in the startup?
1: Yeah, yeah. Currently right now we're bootstrapping. Uh, we will need to raise capital, right? So, so my goal is... Uh, once we're in the app store, we have about one, I think like 1.3 in commits if we can show like, Hey, we get a thousand users. Sure. Uh, but my goal is to raise 3 million. If we raise 3 million, I can get four other engineers. And then once we have the four engineers, it can automate some of the process. So I don't have to do as much engineering. I could do a lot of the, uh, the actual grunt work where I'm going to be going to the universities, uh, and then making sure like, Hey, every student knows, like, this is, this is how you can actually connect what's happening on the campus to people the campus. And then we get those first thousand users and then we go to the next university and we're going to spend about you know like three days every university like eight to 12 hours every day just getting to those rapid users uh and then once we have you know like five thousand users i think that's when we can we can start saying we leverage the network effects we can do some promos and then really just scale up uh and, and that that is that is the goal I, I think like everything in the budget in order for us to do that properly uh the the three million budget that's that that's what we need uh, gotcha. i mean obviously we could do it with a little less but you really want to work really fast and you really want to make sure that if someone else is trying to copy, which, you know, six months in, I guarantee 100% people are trying to copy us. Yep. Uh, but we want to be faster and we're going to hit it harder because the network that we have to, you know, to, to take this on, uh, it, it, we have a very, very strong network based on my background and based on uh, all the people I'm connected with. So it, it, all it boils down to is now that you know how to do it, everything's all figured out, it's, it becomes a money problem. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, yeah. Money's it, like the easiest way to like do it.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, listen, it's 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 every it's every small business challenge, right? You know, you you got to have the the, the capital um, to hit your goals and I always say this, you know, you're not necessarily in a competition with the technology. You're not necessarily in a competition with um you know, your idea. You're in competition with the clock. Right? Yep. You know, you got to go and you got to go fast. So, um Ken uh, if I want to get a hold of you and I'm listening um, and I want to give you that $3 million check, how do I do it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can email me. It's Ken at areahype.com. And just, you know, let me know. And I can send you some documents over uh, currently building out our, our new data room, uh, building out some, some other uh, stuff and happy to have a conversation just to show, like, like walk you through my thought process. Cause you know, I have the mindset of, you know, I'm a past founder and I'm also an investor. So I, I really have uh pretty, I like to say a very, very deep understanding of how this is going as far as trends. Sure. And yeah, I mean, again, this is a new, kind of a new space, creator economy, and it's something that hasn't been done before. So, uh, you know, let's do it.
0: <laughs> I like that. I like that, man. I always like creating something new, right? So what you said that was uh, creator economy. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're in a cross between MarTech and creator economy. It, do, it's like I, a really I, weird cross. I heard that. I heard that yeah.
0: <laughs> I lo- no, listen, man. I like that. I like that a lot. I like the effect that you're carving your own niche. You're, you're, you're solving a problem. You're creating something new um, and you're creating a, a creator gear economy. I love it. Yep. Well, Ken, thank you again. Uh, appreciate everything that you're doing. Um, best of luck. Let's stay in touch. We know we're going to solve some big problems. We're going to solve some data problems together. Um, so thank you again and Appreciate you being on Digital Data Cafe today.
1: Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. I'm super excited. Uh, Once we launch, I'll let you know we're going to get hyped.
0: (laughs) Super hyped, man. Thank you.